Jesus House in pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential, impacting lives. This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London. God bless you. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This always happens. Nobody answers till I say. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Those of you online, wherever you are all over the world, good evening. And happy birthday. Uh, those of you online, happy birthday to every single person. Now, because you're online, um, I can't see you, but you can see me. Um, I'm, I'm trusting that you'll just join together as we, we celebrate this momentous birthday. Um, I'm going to start off by asking those of you that are here in person to please stand to your feet. You stand to your feet. And the first thing that I'd like you to do is find 30 people. Okay, find three people. Find three people and wish them a happy birthday. Do, do, do that from the bottom of your heart. Those of you online, you're worshipping, just if you've got family around you, just find three people and just say happy birthday. Give them a big hug. On behalf of Jesus' house, we're saying happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. If you're by yourself, wherever you are, just say happy birthday to yourself. Uh, yeah, we're just saying this representing the church. So you are the church. Wherever you are, you are the church. And we're saying happy birthday, happy birthday. We're really grateful to God. Really grateful to God. Really grateful to God. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Have you done three people? Okay. More than three. Okay, why don't you do ten? Why don't you do ten people? So seven more people, seven more people. Again, the, the, those of you that are here, if you're online, just keep saying happy birthday. We just wanted to make sure we were celebrating each other, saying happy birthday to each other. Go on, just wherever you are. Ten people now, happy birthday. Give somebody a big hug. Give somebody a big hug. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are so grateful to God. We are grateful to God. Malibush Kalibosunto. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Okay. Those of you that are here in person, can I have your attention, please? Can we return to our seats? Amen. Amen. I'm, I'm going to crave your indulgence and ask you to please remain standing. Remain standing. As we go into the celebration service tonight. Heavenly Father... We are grateful, O oh God. If we had a thousand tongues, we couldn't thank you enough 
Lord, here we are, standing before you on the 30th year that you started this church. And Lord, we are clear in our minds that you started this church, O oh God. We give you honor and glory. Father, we have come to say thank you to you. We've come to celebrate your goodness. We've come to honor what you have done in our lives over 30 years. All we ask is that your presence will fill this place. Father, frankly, it is you we celebrate tonight, O oh God. So come and take your place in our midst. Come and take preeminence in our midst, O oh God. Lord Jesus, even as we go into this service tonight, we build a throne for you that you might sit in this place, O oh God. That you might sit in our homes, that you might sit in our hearts as we celebrate you. And then, sweet Holy Spirit, we ask you to help us to thank our Father. Help us to thank our Lord and Savior. Help us to honor and worship you in a way that will be pleasing and acceptable to you. Glory be to your name. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, the first thing I'd like us to do before we go into a time of worship is can we begin to say thank you to God from the bottom of our hearts. Now, let, let me, just so it's not arbitrary, let me, let me just help us to guide our minds. How many people have been in Jesus' house for 30 years? 30 years. 30. Okay. How many, and, and those of you online, you're welcome to, to respond and put a chat in, um, and the host will see your hands. How many have been here for 29 years? 29. How many have been for 28? 28? Oh, wow. 27 years. Yeah, I can see that hand. Oh, when you were born. That's true, you were born 27 years ago. How many have been 26 years in Jesus' house? Okay, I can see a hand at the back. 25 years. Anybody? Pastor Mark, 25 years. I can see that. And Pumyolubadi and Morenke, 20, 25 years. Wow. 24 years. How many people? Pastor Wale and Pastor Fumi. 23 years. I can see the hand at the back. 22 years. 22. Anybody? Actually, please, when I say the number and people put up their hands, can you appreciate them? So appreciate the 30, 29, 28, 27, 26, 25, 24, 23. Okay, we're in 22. How many people have been here? 22 years? 22 years? Anybody? 22 years? How many people? 21 years. How many people, 20 years, you've been in Jesus' house, 20 years, I can see a hand at the back. I can see somebody waving. Uh, Pastor Corridi has been here 20 years. How many people have been 19 years? 19 years. 19 years, quite a number of people. God bless you. God bless you. How many people have been 18 years? 18 years, I can see those hands at the back, 18 years. How many people, 17 years? 17 years. 17, okay, I can see. Just keep waving. How many people have been here? 16 years. 16 years. 
16. God bless you. God bless you. Those of you online, please just keep dropping in the, in the chat. How many people have been here? 15 years. 15 years? Anybody 15 years? How many people have been here for 14? Okay, yes, 15 years. God bless you. Um, 14 years? You've been in Jesus' house 14 years? How many people? 14? No 14s? I'm sure there'll be some 14s online. Anybody 13 years? 14, 14, sorry, okay. 13 years, how many people have been 13 years? 13 years, okay. How many people have been 12 years? 12 years? Any 12 years? God bless you. Pastor Bola, 12 years, 12 years. How many people have been 11 years? 11 years. God bless you. We can see that hand. We can see those hands. How many people? 10 years. 10 years in Jesus' house. Okay, quite a number of people waving. God bless you. Let's keep clapping. Let's keep clapping. We're appreciating ourselves. It's our birthday. How many people have been nine years? You've been in Jesus' house nine years. I can see those hands. God bless you. God bless you. How many people have been eight years? Eight years? You've been in Jesus' house. God bless you. You can see those hands. How many people have been in Jesus' house seven years? The last seven years? Oh, wow, seven years you've been. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. How many people have been six years? Six years, six years. Anybody six years? I'm sure some of you have been online six years. How many people have been last five years? You've been in Jesus' house the last five years? We can see that hand. How many people have been in the last four years? You joined four years ago? Anybody four years ago? Okay. Go on, let's celebrate four years. I'm sure there are people online with four years. How many people joined three years ago? You've been three years now. Anybody three years? Wonderful. How many people have joined Jesus House in the last two years? Last two years? Last two years. Go on, let's clap for them. Last two years. How many people joined Jesus House in the last one year? In the last one year? Last one year. Anybody? Wonderful. You are the real celebrants. You are the real celebrants in the last one year. Those of you online. And how many people? Is there anyone here that joined Jesus House this year? This year, 2024? Anybody at all? Anybody? Oh, please. Tell me there's one person, at least one person that joined this year because... Whoever joined this year, you are the real celebrant that on the 30th year of Jesus' house, you joined Jesus' house. Ladies and gentlemen, can we give God glory? Go on, let's, let's just honor God with a clap offering. Honor God with a clap offering. Now, I, 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 I went through those 30 years to make a point. For every single one of us, that has been a part of this church over the last 30 years. Guess what? God ordered your steps. Do you agree? Every single person that's part of this family, God ordered your steps. The Bible says before you were formed in your mother's womb, he knew you and ordained your path. Can we start to thank God, please? That's our first thank the, the thing we want to thank God for. Can you thank God for ordering your steps into this church family? Go on, let's just begin to thank God from the bottom of our hearts. That God 
who knows all things. So God was in control of our lives. The Bible says that our lives are in his hands. Our futures are in his hands. Let's thank God for ordering our steps into this church. Father, we are grateful, O God. We're grateful for every single member of this church family. At the different points, O Lord God Almighty, that you called us and brought us into this church family. Lord, we say thank you. We say thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for, 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 for bringing us, O God, into your plans and purposes. We are very grateful, everlasting Father. We're grateful, O Lord God Almighty. Thank you. Thank you. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name we have prayed. The second thing I'd like us to thank God for. You know, the reason why you celebrate a birthday is that you are alive to celebrate it. Do you agree? Can we thank God for life? That he has kept us. And when I say kept us for 30 years, just, just uh, personalize it in, the, in terms of how long you've been here in this church. So if you've been here eight years, he's kept you for eight years to see today. Can we thank God for life, please, ladies and gentlemen? Those of you online, let's lift up our voices. Let's really, really lift up our voices and begin to thank God and honor God. Go on, let's do this together. Father, we don't take life for granted, O oh God. We're here today on the 30th anniversary of this church because you have kept us, O oh God. Because you've kept us, O oh God. Father, Lord, we always declare that it is your breath that is in our lungs, everlasting Father. We're grateful, O oh Lord God Almighty, that you've kept us this long, that you've kept us this while, O oh God, to witness this 30th anniversary. And we give you glory this evening, O oh God. We give you glory. We honor you, everlasting Father. Lord, we don't take life for granted at all, O oh God. We don't take life for granted. We bless you, everlasting Father. Lord, we honor you. Glory be to your name, O God. Father, we're grateful that our, li our lives are in your hands, O God. We're grateful for your protection. We're grateful, O Lord God Almighty, that you've watched over us all these years, everlasting Father. Tonight, we come together as a family to say thank you, O God. We give you honor. We bless you. We glorify your name. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, the next thing is I'd like us to pray for the collective. 30 years is no small number, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you agree with me. And I think it was uh, last week when Pastor Dane really was leading us in prayer. And she started to reference a number of, uh, of, of landmarks in the journey of Jesus' house. Today, when we woke up and started praying, I, 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 my mind just started to go through those early days, from Warner Brothers, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a journey that God has taken this church, from humble beginnings in Warner Brothers. Do you know, ladies and gentlemen, that there was a period of about one and a half years that we were wandering all over London because we did not have a place. We called ourselves the church on the move in those days. So ladies and gentlemen, I, I want you to please lift up your voices. Let's just thank God. Let's thank God for 30 years of his providence in this church. 30 years. Go on, let's lift up. Don't just clap. I want us to thank God from the bottom of our heart. We're saying, Lord, thank you. Thank you that you started this journey and you've been with us all these years. You've watched over us. 
You've guided us, O oh God. You, you led us through, O oh God. We remember those early years, everlasting Father, in Warner Brothers. How many were we, Father, Lord God Almighty? You started with 35 people. Within a year, the church grew to 300 people. That's why we had to leave Warner Brothers, because we'd exceeded the capacity. And then we started to move from one place to the other. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be calling names as you're praying. For some of you, it might not mean anything. But those who've been here long enough will understand the goodness of God, the grace of God. We went to Kensington Town Hall. We went to Hammersmith Town Hall. We went to City Temple. We went to Methodist Church in, in Victoria. Oh God, oh God, if it wasn't you that was guiding us, where would we be today? And then Lord God Almighty, you took us to North Acton, where we were for quite a number of years, everlasting Father. How many people remember North Acton? Let's give glory to God. It was a warehouse then, everlasting Father, but Lord, you planted us there. Father, we are grateful, O God. Lord, we just come tonight to say thank you to you. We just come tonight to say thank you to you, God. From North Acton, Everlasting Father, you took us to Finchley. After we roamed around for another year, because when we left North, North Acton, oh God, for one year we didn't have a place to stay. And then you led us to Finchley. Father, you kept us there for four years, oh Lord God Almighty. We remember your goodness. We remember the services then everlasting father ikalo shali basente lebo amande kalabasontorobo madekete di mushkaya basanta rikatala rabashikele lebo oh father we bless you and then ladies and gentlemen 20 years ago almost 20 years ago exactly god brought us into this place in brent terrace can we give glory and honor to god for 20 years he has kept us in this place oh god Father, we acknowledge, O oh God, your goodness in our lives. We acknowledge, O oh God, your guidance, O oh God. You led us and guided us, O oh God. Here we are today, O oh Lord. We bless your holy name. We bless your holy name. Thank you, Father. Glory be to your name. And then, ladies and gentlemen, that was the journey. And I've kind of just, you know, very, very briefly highlighted the journey for those who don't know. How over 30 years, God took us from place to place. I could tell you the story of how we came here 20 years ago. Mind-blowing. Because for three years, we were in Finchley. And for three years, we used to drive past this place every single week. Nobody knew this place existed. But God knew and he kept it for us. I don't know how many of you remember the story. I could go on and on, but that is just the journey of the location. The one thing that I want us to spend a few minutes thanking God for is not just the locations, but you and I. Because over 30 years, ladies and gentlemen, see who you have become. See where you are. How many people are grateful for the souls that have been saved over 30 years? If there's one thing I thank God for, it's the salvation of my soul.
Go on, let's begin to thank God. Let's begin to thank God for all the lives that have been touched in this church for 30 years. 30 years. The souls that have been saved. The families that have been saved. The marriages that have taken place. The children that have been born. Go on, my brothers and my sisters. We can do better than this. Mika leba tuna magala bashanteleboska. Rika moteleboska. Most of us got saved when we came into this church. We thank God for ordering our steps into this church. We thank God for the salvation of our souls. Go on, we can do better than this, ladies and gentlemen. We thank God. We thank God for souls that have been saved. We thank God for the children that have been born. We thank you for the marriages, the homes that have been established. We thank God for his protection. We thank God for what he has done in our lives and through our lives. We thank God for what he has done with this church, the corporate entity. Oh, we worship you, God. I'm sure you have your own testimony, my brothers and my sisters. Please don't wait for me to say something. Whatever the Spirit of God lays on your heart to say thank you to God for, you want to begin to thank God. You want to begin to thank God. Oh, we bless you. We bless you. Please don't wait for me. Say thank you to God. That's why we have come today. It's just to say thank you. I'm reminded of the many things, oh God, that God has done in our midst. I'm reminded of the healings, the miracles that have taken place. I'm reminded of the blessings of God. Oh, we worship your God. We worship your God. Father, we ask that you look down at our hearts tonight, your God. Look down on hearts, oh God. These are grateful children of yours, oh God. Men and women and children all over the globe. Please don't stop. Please don't stop. We came tonight to say thank you to God. We worship your God. We worship your God. We worship your Lord. Hallelujah. Do you know, I'm, I'm certain that if we called any one of you to come up to the pulpit and to share a testimony of what God has done in your life, through your life, in the time that you've been part of this church, I'm sure somebody would have something to say thank you to God for. Am I, am I, am I correct, ladies and gentlemen? But what we want to do as a collective, ladies and gentlemen, is tonight... We want to give honor and glory to God. You know the song that says, You alone deserve the honor. You alone deserve our praise. You alone deserve the honor. So we lift you high. 
acknowledge you alone has brought us thus far, oh God. We worship you. All the glory must be to the Lord, for He is worthy. No man, Let's give him the glory one more time. All the glory. All the glory must be to the Lord. For he is worthy of our praise. No man on earth. No Glory 
Father, we thank you. Lord, we exalt you. We glorify your name, O God. You alone are worthy. Worthy to be praised and worthy to be adored. Worthy to be glorified, King Immortal, the only wise God. There's no one like you, Heavenly Father. Of a truth, you have been a good God, a good, good Father. We bless your holy name, O God. We give you praise, we exalt you, we worship you. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Go and give God a clap offering. Go on. Hallelujah. Go on, go on. Let's worship him with a clap offering. Oh, we bless you, oh God. We bless you. We bless you, oh God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. You, you may be seated in God's wonderful presence. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, the nature of a birthday is that um, amongst other things uh, it, it invokes some reflection makes you cast your mind back um, especially as you get older I guess when you're celebrating your first birthday you don't have anything to cast your mind back about your parents probably do that on your behalf and when you're 5 and 10 um, I guess you just want to do the party. But as you get older, um, a birthday makes you cast your mind back. It, it's almost some sort of pause in life. Um, and that's how I felt as we have come into today. I've uh, just allowed my, the, whole, the Holy Spirit allowed my, you know, God to take my mind back. And even remembered some things that I had forgotten. Um, and, you know, as I look looked back, um, if there was one thing that I saw, it was God's hand on this church. Yeah, I, 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 I saw God's fingerprints in so many things as I looked back. And it's not that there were no challenging times. There were some very challenging times that we faced. But the, the interesting thing was that I looked back at those challenging times, probably more than I've ever done before. I could see, I always knew, and, and I, I would have said so, but in this moment, I could see God's hand and God's faithfulness even in the challenging times. So he was with us on the hill and he was with us in, in the valleys. Um, and it was a few people I've spoken to today, it was just reminiscing about all kinds of things, the, the amazing things that God has done in this church. And uh, the more I reminisced, the more it was obvious to me uh, that this, this, God has just favored us as a church. He has, he has granted us the kind of favor that we don't deserve. Um, and we're just grateful to God. Of course, we're going to celebrate all these things. And, and I don't know it depends on where you joined in this journey. And for some, today's the first day that you're worshipping with us. But it's been a, an amazing 30-year ride, an amazing 30-year journey um, from the times where we literally, and, and in a literal sense, lived by faith 
The material resources were not there, but we just lived by faith. Um, I don't know how many can remember um, how we moved into North Acton and didn't have money to pay for a place we were worshipping in. And we just believed God that every Sunday they would allow us to worship there. And hopefully we would get enough money to pay them for allowing us to worship there. How many remember that? How many were there as far back as that? Let's see the hands, yeah? And, and how many remember the, the, the day that um, we stumbled upstairs? We've been worshipping downstairs. But, they, you know, we, we just asked for that space. A massive space. We just paid for that space. Um, and then one day we... Um, we shouldn't have, you know, I must confess. But we did. We went upstairs and found out that upstairs, and TV, you remember, was, uh, was an office, Mark, with tables and chairs. And, of course, being Pentecostal, we remember the scripture that you will inherit houses that you did not build. And so, and so we said to them that, you know, you're checking our references. We understand that. They've been checking references for two months now. We said, whilst you're checking the references, and while checking the references, they didn't charge us anything, apart from paying a token sum for using it on Sunday. We said, can we use the offices upstairs? Just because, they said, what do you do? What do you need the offices for? I said, oh, you know, pe- people come to see us, doctor them, you know, uh, during the day. And they said, well, okay, yeah, you can use the offices whilst we are checking your references. And, and we will use the offices for another four months. And, and, and we actually forgot that we were not paying for the place we, we just settled in and just, you know, thought this was home. Um, and how many remember that fateful Friday that I got the letter saying, we've checked your references, all your references have passed, and so you now have to start to pay £12,000 a month. Um, so we need three months in advance, £36,000. These people who didn't have enough money to pay for the Sunday. Um, and by this time, it, it, it was a shock to me that we need to pay. I, I forgot that you pay for things. I just thought this is the blessing of God. Uh, how many remember that Sunday where I announced to the church that um, we have to believe that we serve a miracle working God? We've been asked to pay £36,000. If we don't pay it by the end of the week, we're out of here. Um, some of you have got very comfortable thinking this is our place. Well, if God comes through, it's our place. Um, and I just believe that God will come through. And we continued the service. You know, God is an amazing God. There was a a gentleman who I had ministered to. And how did I minister to him? I ministered to him because I came to Pastor Jesus' house. Um, But I came on on a visiting visa because I didn't plan to stay. I just wanted to be here for three or four Sundays. That's what they told me. And then after three or four Sundays, I would go back to my organized life. I didn't particularly like London. I didn't like England. So when you hear me crying for revival, you know God has done something in my heart. I'd been at school and I'd had enough. Spent many years here in school. And I just wanted to go back to Africa. Somehow I was attracted to the chaos and the... the, excitement of of Lagos. And so coming to set up this church for four weeks was an opportunity for a break. Um, Some of you who are younger won't realize this, but you couldn't watch the Premier League because there was no satellite television there. So this was a chance for me to watch Chelsea for four weeks. 
So I jumped at the opportunity to come and steward this church for four weeks. Four weeks became two months. Two months became three months. And then I you know, went out of the country and I was coming back. And I was asked at the airport, what are you coming to do? I said, well, I'm coming to keep an eye on this church. I said, no, 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 this visa does not allow you to keep an eye on this church. You will go back home. That was a trauma for me. Traumatic day of my life. I've never been so embarrassed. They put me in a room, um, and when I looked around at the people in the room, I thought, Lord of mercy, this is where my life has come. And you could hear the interviews. You know, why are you here? My friend, my friend said, no, forget your friend. What are you doing here? And and I was there, you know, and they asked me the questions. I told them that I just came to keep an eye on this church. I want to go back, you know, once this is over. And they said to me, well, you will go back. Um, and, and, you know, in the way that God works things, the gentleman who was interviewing me, his, his time came to an end. Um, he had to leave. His, his, his work rota was over. The guy who took over went to the same university as me. Can you beat that? And so the guy said to me, the guy said to me, you know what? I actually believe you. He said, I believe your story. Because I told him, I said, you know, I just, this is what I'm doing. I don't, I'm not hiding. I'm not ducking. I'm, I'm, this is what I came to do. So it's okay. You know, I can go back. He says, you know, I actually believe you. And he said to me, you know what? I'll give you a two-week stay to go in and sort out the church and then go back and get the visa that allows you to do what you're doing. And so I came in for two weeks, mad as angry with everybody. Bajo picked me up at the airport then. He hadn't, he hadn't married Chizo, but maybe he was planning to marry her. I don't know. But he treated me so well and picked me up at the airport then. Um, I was mad with everybody, mad with all the leaders, mad. Because I thought, what kind of embarrassment is this? And my father came with us on that flight. So he was in first class. We were way back. So when he got down, he saw Badge, and he said to Badge, you know, I told you, this man has joined a cult. You know, I, have, I don't know why they've held him. I don't know what they asked him to carry. You better have just sought him out. And he left. My father left. And that's, that's when I came out. I thought, God, you know, we're trying to get the man saved. The man has seen how ridiculous this whole thing is. Look at what you've done. And, you know, you know, you're pushed sometimes to the edge. I'll never forget that, that, that experience. I haven't told this publicly, so I'll say this now. I went into the toilet, Mark. The toilet was messy. I knelt down on that floor. You're laughing at me. Pray you never get pushed to the edge. I invoked God in that toilet, that God, what kind of embarrassment is this? I'm here to do your work. Why am I being treated like a criminal? I cried out to God. As soon as I came out, that guy said his shift was over. The next guy who took over looked at my, all my stuff and said, you went, you went to Warwick. Oh, I went to Warwick as well. Oh, what house were you in? Oh, what year were you in? Da, da, da. We started talking. He says, you know what? I cannot believe you. I believe everything you've said, but you've got to get the right visa if you're going to stay here and pastor this church. So go back. Do it, but I will give you two weeks. We'll hold your passport. Go in for two weeks, sort out the church, come back. So I did. I sorted out the church um, and came back and went back. When I got back, I did not want to hear anything to do with all my leaders who sent me. 
I was so livid. And so they gave me a little church to pastor. And I just thought, I'm going to pastor this church, do my law practice, and get on with life. I don't want to go through what I went through. In that church, I met a lady who took to me, I poured myself into this, this church that was growing. It's now a massive church, incidentally. And the lady said her husband doesn't come to church, doesn't like all this Pentecostal stuff. But he came one Sunday and heard me preaching. And since then, he has been coming. And she said, he, he just, just looks up to you. He just, you're his person. And so in that period, I went away. You've heard the story before. I waited on God, four of us. We prayed what I call life-defining prayers. And God spoke to me then. That's why my calling is not of a man. My calling is of God. God said to me, you're going back because I have an assignment for you. Now, the visa that I was going to get, a couple of people had tried, including some of the most influential pastors that you know in Nigeria, and they hadn't got this visa. And God said to me, go there, they're waiting for you. They'll grant you your visa because I have a work for you. So I got, I got there. Um, to the High Commission, um, and they said they were going to interview me. I waited. Now, you know how, you, if, you've, if you've never been there, um, when you're there, you're calculating who, where, which booth are friendly, are people smiling? Why, why are all of you laughing? You seem to have, seem to have experienced. So you're calculating that I, everybody coming from this booth is smiling. That's the booth. So I saw the booth, booth number seven, I think it was, the people were smiling. You know, some of them were jubilating. I said, that's what I, where I want to go. Booth number, I don't know what it was, two or one. Everybody who came out, they looked crestfallen. Guess where they sent me? Booth number, crestfallen. So I got in there and I prepared for this interview. And the lady looked at me and said to me, are you, are you going, where are you going to stay? I said, oh, my, my father has a flat there. I'll stay in the flat. Um, she said, um, I see you have a wife and uh, young son. He, I mean, J.J. is probably here, but then J.J. was a few months old. Yeah. And I said, yes. He says, are they going with you? I said, yes. She says, okay, one, give, give me one second. So I prepared for the interview because I knew that people coming out of there, crestfallen, is going to be a rough deal. And she comes back to me and says to me, um, um, pick up your visa in two, year, in two days. I'm thinking, what? A minister of religion visa? She said, yeah, pick it up in two days. That was the end of that. I could tell you some things that happened at night that God made me do in terms of prayer before I went. But when I was going, God told me that, and this is what God told me, that they are waiting for you, that the place is open unto you because I have an assignment for you in the United Kingdom. So when you see me passionate about what I'm doing, it's because a man did not call me. I was called by God. Yeah? Um, and so, my last Sunday in that church, I said to the lady, oh, I'm going back to England. And she literally burst into tears. She said her husband is never going to come to church again. That he does not have regard for any of these pastors. He just, he's not interested. He, he's quite cynic. he was quite cynical then. And guess what I said? I said to her, you know what, we're tra- traveling tomorrow, but tonight I'll come to your house. I said, you come to my house. I said, yeah, 
I'll come to your house. I'll come and sit with you and your husband and kind of basically encourage him in his faith that it doesn't depend on a man. And so I went to his house. I went to this gentleman's house. Um, and we had a great time. We ate. We talked till 2 a.m. And I kind of bonded with him. And that gentleman became a friend. So he happened to be in London on that Sunday. Um, this, this is where I was going. And he landed that morning and thought, oh, let me pop in at Argos Church. He knew Doc as well. And so he pops in and he's sitting there when I'm telling the church this, this, this whole story. Um, and he whispers to head of finance then, that tell, tell pastor not to bother with that announcement. When him and Doc see me tonight, um, I'll give them a check for 36,000 pounds. So I announced it. I announced it in the church towards the end of the service. I'm sure you know that praise and worship started all over again. And I can tell you more stories. Um, that guy, um, he was just so used by God, and there are so many of them. Um, when we were doing a refurbishment, I announced that we were going to raise two million pounds for the refurbishment. When I came down, Ify, my late wife, said to me, I go, you have come again. Where? Look at us. I mean, by then, we were working in McDonald's. I mean, people were, a lot of people came with, you know, dentists and all kinds of stuff. Shola was a dentist, but then she was working in a dental, as a dental assistant, and part of her job was to clean up the place. I mean, this is a dentist. I mean, she said to me she was more qualified than some of the people, but she, because people were doing conversion exams and stuff like that. Um, a lot of us were driving cabs. I remember then someone said to me, do you have something against cab drivers? Because you're always pushing people, don't drive that cab, go and do something else. I said, no. I'm just saying that, you know, cab drivers are fantastic people, but this guy with a master's degree in engineering needs to go and find an engineering firm and use his degree. So I have to push him. So anyway, um, we, the, this guy, that, that night he gave us the check, of course. Then the next, when I said this two, two million, I remember if he saying to me, where do you think we're going to find this money? I said, you have come again. And I said, I kind of feel God said two million. You know, I, I just kind of feel it, you know. I, I've always had that crazy faith in God. And so that guy was in Chicago with his wife. This is a story he told Doc and I. I made a fool of myself in front of him, incidentally, Doc, if you remember. I cried like a baby. While he was in Chicago, he was praying, and the Lord said to him, go and give Agu and his, the church 200,000 pounds. So he thought, that is strange. But he came back and asked to see Doc and I, and Doc and I went to see him. And he said, a strange thing happened. I was praying in Chicago. And the Lord said, I should give you 200,000 pounds. Do you know what that was for me? It was a tithe of what we were looking for. And as he said that, God said to me, I'm a faithful God. I just want to use this as a sign. I can tell you more stories. I'm, I'm sure you, you want to hear all the stories. But I just say those ones just to say to you that this God has been faithful from the beginning and is still faithful. Yeah? He has never let us down. Every step of the way, he has been there for us. That's the history of this church. And it's not just history that we recant. 
I can tell you about his faithfulness yesterday. I can tell you about his faithfulness last week. I can just tell you stories about how God has used amazing people to just show us his favor, his compassion, his mercy. And the amazing thing is that those of us on the inside, we marvel. I'm not the best preacher. Neither am I the best intercessor. I know people who preach up a storm. I'm not so sure that I preach up a storm. But somehow, I mean, Doc is not the most uh, uh, competent administrator. He is for us, yeah, but with administrative shoulders. You know, we are not the best at what we do in a natural sense. But somehow, God has chosen to use this our foolishness. I think it might be because we have a heart for him to confound the wisdom of the world. I mean, what good thing can come out of Nazareth? I mean, look at this Nazareth. But some good things have come out of here by God's grace. And so, I, I just want you to join with me as we push into another level. We're going to celebrate, of course. We're going to do the partying and we're going to do all the stuff that celebration comes with. But today on our birthday, we just wanted to bring intense, sincere, heartfelt worship to God. And Fumi, uh, Pastor Fumi, Dr. Doctor, Doctor Pastor, as I call her fondly, Pastor Fumi has taken us to a certain level. We want to press in further and just say with one voice, God, thank you. Can we do that together? Those of us who are here, just thank you. Now, I've told one or two stories, but there are many more stories. And some of you have your own personal stories that are part of this story. One day I'll tell you about this Pastor Mark that you see here. Um, I'll tell you his story of how he came as a refugee, escaping the war in his, his country, that is one of the blessed countries in Africa. Walks into the church, a refugee, just because he saw a sign that he recognized, the Redeemed Christian Church of God. I met him. How was I to know that he was going to become, by God's grace and God's grace alone, a pillar in this church? How was I to have an idea that this refugee who, who, was, who was cheerful as he was telling me how he had been separated from his wife and his child, one child at that point in time, how was I to know that he was going to become this mighty man of God who I lean on? How was I to have an idea? My heart just went out to him. I called him before the church on Sunday. And thank God for the generosity of spirit and of the heart that is Jesus' house. Even then, I said to the church that this, this, this young man, his wife is stuck in Malawi. Came across from Congo. Their lives literally shattered by the war then. I said, can we as a people bring his wife over to join him with his young son? Can we do that as a family? Now, all I wanted from the church was money to buy her ticket. The response from Jesus' house was overwhelming. We not only bought her ticket and the, the child's ticket, we could rent them a house and give them furniture. This same family is the family that now most of the Francophone community is looking up to. They've now become leaders in the Francophone community, the Francophone Christian world. How many can tell me that God has not been faithful? When I see Mark flying all over the place now, I see ambassadors coming to him when they come to the country. When I introduce him, when I hear him speak, when I see Marceline 
who has become so elegant. And I just say, but God, you are a good God. I could tell you stories from now till kingdom come. But let me leave it at that. Maybe one Sunday we will tell many stories. Will you join me to just thank God? I'm sure you have your own story as to how God has been faithful. I'm sure. I don't know, I don't know if she's here. Uh, Busola is here. That was our first miracle. Our first real miracle. Because the doctors told us that young girl could not survive. They told us she has a one in a billion something. They gave some massive name. But we said that, God, you blessed us with this child. She has a destiny. I know guys' hospital are doing their best. But God, above the doctors as guys, at guys is you as doctor. Can you heal this child for us? That child now is not just healed, she's forging ahead a testimony, serving God, glorifying God, and is probably here tonight. I could tell you story after story of God's faithfulness, but then will you join me, Shola? Will you come and, and are you, or is, I, for me, are you the one doing it? Come, IBK, come, come and help me. Let's just worship him. Let's worship him. Please, let's, the, the, the lady said, said to God, Jesus said to her, that the time is coming, the time is coming when those, the Lord is seeking for people who will worship him in spirit and in truth. I thought the Lord is seeking, the Lord wants something. Well, on, my, on our 30th birthday, we can give God what he wants. You want true worshipers? Well, here are true worshipers. Not just in here, but those online. So for, for some time, let's just worship him, bring true worship. It might mean lying prostrate, kneeling down, um, thanking God. I mean, I look at Tishé now, and, and I remember how Daps would walk down the aisle at... How many remember that story? He would walk down the aisle at, at, at Tesco, and he would go to the area that sold things for children, and he would buy things for a child that had not yet been conceived in the natural. And, and, and he just believed God. We believed God with him that one day that child will be here. To see that child sitting on the front row, I can only say thank you, God, that he's sitting here majestically, the next generation of Jesus' house. I can only say thank you, God. Go on. Will you just...
has come, oh God, to say thank you for the healings, for the deliverances, for the open doors, for the answered prayers. Father, Lord, for keeping us through the storms when many thought there was no way, oh God. You open doors for us as a church. Father, Lord, here we are celebrating your faithfulness, your kindness, your mercy, your goodness. Lord, it wasn't because we were faithful, it was only because you were merciful, oh God. We've come to worship, we've come to say that we are grateful, that we are grateful, that we are grateful, that we are grateful. Take the praise, oh God.
just just keep playing, keep playing. Now I just want you to join me to say thank you to God for every soul that has been saved in this church. Every child that has been born into this church. Every marriage that has been conducted in this church. Every relationship that started in this church. Every birthday that has been celebrated in this church. Every child dedicated on this platform. Every healing that has taken place in this church. Every marriage that has been restored in this church. Will you join me to thank God for every deliverance that has taken place under the grace and anointing that is deposited in this church? Will you join with me to thank God for the service of this church to the larger body of Christ? Will you thank God with me for the honor that God has given this church? Will you thank God with me for the voice that he has given this church in this land? Will you thank God which, with me for the healing of hearts that has taken place in this church? Will you thank God with me for the marriages that have collapsed, but God has given a second chance? The marriages that haven't worked, but God has come around the people? Will you thank God with me for the young people who have been restored in this church? The list is endless. Will you thank God with me as you remember something particular that God has done in this church? And then will you join with me and enter the dimension of faith and thank God for the people who will be saved and they're going to be large numbers. For the children that are going to be restored to the faith in large numbers. We are now seeing things that be not as if they are. We see the marriages that will take place in this church. We see the children that are going to be born in this church. Starting from nine months time, we will see that happen. Will you join with me to thank God for the people who will grow into maturity in Christ in this church? Will you thank God with me for this church stepping into the place that God has designed for this next season? as this church is used by God to stir up prayer and intercession for this nation. Will you thank God with me for this church has become, I see in the future, a house of prayer for all nations, a house of prayer for all nations, a house of prayer for all nations, as people come together to pray and we see it happening. Will you thank God with me that this church will be in the vanguard of the churches that have chosen to stand on the truth of God's word. Will you thank God with me for the birthing of new church expression, hubs and church plants and campuses? Will you thank God with me for a whole new expression of worship that will come from the tribe of Judah? Oh, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. We glorify your name. There's so much to thank God for. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We bless you. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen.